0: What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. Back for
1: another episode of Drafts on Drafts. You know, I get so excited when I get to do the intro with you because on the huddle and our regular shows, I don't. But on Drafts on Drafts, I get to chime in and welcome everyone to the show. It's my favorite thing.
0: You're the star, Michelle. You're the star, okay? Just bask in it. No, no, no. It.
1: No, no, no. I am not the star. But uh, sure, I'll take I'll take it if you're giving it to me today. And um, for those that don't know, Drafts on Drafts, weekly episode, where Kate and I crack a beer or another adult beverage, because we've been known to stray from beers sometimes, and talk about something sports and pop culture related.
0: Mm, speaking of straying from beers, so I thought, I really thought, because this past weekend... Uh, and actually discovered this over Memorial Day weekend, that White Claw has some interesting flavors, watermelon, raspberry, <laughs> all sorts of fun summer flavors. But no, that is not what we are gathered here to drink today, Michelle. Today, I am drinking a Lagunitas Hazy Wonder IPA. It is in my local grocery store. It is so easy to drink. I am a big fan. So that's what I'm having today and for the first time ever. How about you?
1: I like your style. I like your moves. Um, I have been inspired by uh, Patty Mahomes, as discussed on the huddle earlier this week. And I'm drinking a Coors Light because you know what? If it makes him better at golf, maybe it'll make Mm. me better at golf. I don't know.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Excellent. Uh, Okay. So today on Drafts on Drafts, we have an interesting topic. Um, The topic is, is instant replay helping? I'm so glad we're doing this like
1: for Drafts on Drafts. Sometimes we do stuff that's like very timely and like in the moment. Sometimes we just sort of like go into our little sports brain Rolodex and pick out something that we think is interesting to debate, explain, break down, etc. This is the latter. This is definitely one of those that we brainstormed and put down on paper many, many moons ago. And now that we're finally getting to it, I'm really happy that we're doing this because I do feel like this is a fairly new thing, especially for old farts like Kate and I. Guess what? This shit didn't exist when we started watching sports. That's right. And so I do find it very interesting to see how it's evolved, which sports have taken it on in which ways. And... I think it'll just open up a very interesting debate slash conversation of like, does it help? Does it not help?
0: Should they be doing it? Should they not be doing it? Yeah. What do we think? Um, What do we think? So we're going to talk about six different sports today. All right. Before we do, though, I think it's worth talking about, by definition, what an instant replay is. So, an instant replay is a video reproduction of something that recently or already occurred, Mm -hmm. which was shot and broadcast live, right? Yep. Um, So most of the things that you see live, you do see just about live. But in order to either show viewers or to show the, I don't know, referees, the judge, whoever it is, depending on the sport. um, yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Depending on how it is it lets your officiant make a call on whether or not they need to see it again in order to corroborate or to overturn a review of a play. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's used across all sorts of sports or it hasn't been used across a lot of sports until more recently. So, yeah. We're going to talk about six different sports: um golf, football, baseball, hockey, tennis, and basketball in no particular order. But before we do, Michelle, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? about just, just your feeling on instant replays before we get into each sport.
1: So it's interesting. So I'm just like looking this up because the definition is obviously extremely helpful. It looks like um, in 1963 is when sort of like instant replay was revolutionized amongst sports, but it was more to it was more for the audience as entertainment to like go oh. back and watch a play like oh shit did you see that catch like back in the 60s like no if you didn't catch it live that was it they didn't have the te- they didn't like so as of as of this um it says december 1963 was when uh in an army navy game they actually were they're obviously a huge um sports rivalry that was the first time that they actually like kind of invented sports replay but it was more for a and for more for entertainment purposes than yeah than that. so yeah I mean it's crazy if you think about it like before that you if you missed it live if you missed a play you weren't seeing it again
0: that makes a lot of sense that actually makes me feel a little bit better about instant replay because it was meant for the same thing that sports are meant for, which is entertainment value.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I was kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep researching this as we're looking, but I'm I'm curious as to sort of when the first time it was really used in this circumstance. It looks like it could have been, we're going to look into that a little bit more, but in, in essence, like, yes, there's there's exactly how you laid it out. That is what it is. In many circumstances, it's used for entertainment purposes or to re-highlight an awesome or maybe crappy play. But usually they instant replay a really good play. Um, but then they started to think, well, should we be using this technology for other purposes and not just mm-hmm. entertainment? Are referees or umpires or judges or officiants getting the calls right and if they're not, mm-hmm. should we be utilizing this instant replay technology to actually give them a second chance I guess is, is essentially w- what happened
0: here, right? Uh-huh Uh-huh Well, I think it's a, it's different across every sport and I think every sport is its own special little snowflake of a sport when it comes to instant replays and yep. how it works within that sport and whether it's it's a good or a bad or indifferent. Um, so let's start where we know, right? We know the most about football. So I think that football, I, I think it's pretty essential, but right now here are some facts and figures about how reviewing works in football. Um, mm-hmm. so in 2021, NFL games averaged 153 and a half plays and 99.3 are officiated on the field without a review, right? Mm. So that breaks down to 41,742 total plays in 2021. Of those, only 279 of those were officially reviewed by an instant replay. Isn't that interesting?
1: interesting? That is interesting. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so here are the things that were reviewed. So, 67 of those reviews were pass completions. Mm-hmm. 33 of those were runners breaking the plane into the end mm-hmm. zone type mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And 35 of which to the other half of pass completion, but 35 of which are incomplete passes. Very interesting.
1: interesting. Okay.
0: Um, and then there's... All sorts of other facts and figures, but here's here's one. So yeah, uh, because I'm because
1: like now I'm just intrigued in when this stuff started. So we obviously said that from entertainment purposes, they started using um, instant replay back in the '60s. In the '80s, in the NFL specifically, there was a limited instant replay system, but the current system that we're used to with the challenge and you know uh, that that we see now actually started in 1999. Really? According according to the internet, according to Wikipedia, that that 1999 was bringing in the opportunity for like what we see now with the with the challenging on the field.
0: Mm, interesting because it seems like so now the genesis for NFL, you know, like officiating and taking things under review, it starts with a play followed by a challenge if needed with those 279 plays that were reviewed. Yep. your a coach is able to challenge those. Uh, A coach gets two challenges per game, followed by a process of review with Hawkeye technology. Yep. And then a consultation from all the referees coming together and making an efficient call, reviewing with themselves and then (laughs) making a decision. Right. Usually decisions also last fun fact, 2 minutes and 23 seconds.
1: Well, I have so many things to say about that. One, I think two challenges per game is too many. I literally think you really should only be allowed one. Two, two minutes of interrupted watching a game is super frustrating. Make the decision quicker. Three, why the decisions take so long in many of these sports is because not only is it the officiant that's looking at something, you know, in the tent or whatever, like at the actual game, they're yeah. getting radioed in from some expert, you know, from another Hawkeye. planet, Hawkeye. you know, to tell them like how they should make this decision. Those are my three things. I think I think one per game, they need to have a limit. You can't be reviewing it for hours and especially especially as it relates to football, my personal opinion is it really should only be on scoring plays. I hate, hate, hate the replays <laughs> about the catching. Who touched him? Did the ball break it? Did this do that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I understand how important those plays are, but it's part of football, everybody. Like, they get hit. They fall on the ground. The the watching it. Oh, God. Did this? Oh. It if it's to me, it should be used for a scoring play. That is my not so humble opinion. Apparently,
0: yeah, I love yeah, I love the soapbox. It's fantastic. It <laughs> also, really,
1: I'm starting to think about football and watching the games, and I'm like, my blood's boiling just thinking about how many hours of my life are wasted while these guys just get it right. Get it right.
0: Yeah, yeah you would think. Well. I mean, speaking of getting it right, one last <laughs> fun fact and figure here. When it comes to instant replays, do you want to know the two top teams who have the most successful challenges for their replays? The Patriots. Wrong. Damn it, Bill! Bill always gets things right. Um,
1: oh gosh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. That was my, that was my guess.
0: I feel like you would get this if. If we went on forever and ever, but for the sake of the podcast, um, most the best success rate for instant replay review challenges of any team since 1999, when this started, at an average of 48 percent, dang, is the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Wow, good yeah. job! Followed guys.
0: very closely by the Eagles at forty six and a half. Oh, well, no
1: one, no one likes the Eagles, so yeah. That's so,
0: fine. so now we move on. Yeah, now we move all on. All
1: right, moving on. Baseball. baseball.
0: Shall we talk about
1: baseball? So again, I love that we have these years in here. It's helpful to have a timeline. The current replay system that we all know and maybe love, maybe don't love, um, in baseball was implemented in two thousand fourteen. So that's mm-hmm. very interesting. I think that they initially introduced it in the in like 2008, and then they've kind of changed the way in which it's used. And so the current system that we're working mm-hmm. with has been around since 2000. You know, they have to iterate on it. You can't yeah. it can't stay it's it can't stay the same. So they they started doing some form of instant replay in baseball in 2008. Fast forward to 2014, they changed some of the rules and how it's implemented, and that's what we're that's the system we're currently under
0: i always think that all right so here's where i will go on my soapbox right yes okay all right so you got your football soapbox i'm gonna go on my soapbox about baseball having instant replay because um under the current system each manager of each team is allotted one challenge per game which you had said for football that that would be ideal yep um with additional challenges granted only if the previous one was successful. So you no. get a bonus if you no. get the first one right. It's basically no. like a plus-up. And then, and then, from the eighth inning on, the umpire crew, or the umpire crew chief, but yep, the ump is allowed to initiate his own replay review. So this is where, like, after the seventh inning stretch, it's like your ump can review anything that he or she would like. While you're eating your peanuts and cracker jacks, I just I got I gotta tell you I feel like the magic of baseball is the fact that it's just conjecture. I don't want to replay the play. In fact, I just want the ump to get it wrong sometimes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like that's kind of the beauty of the game is it's not perfect. Like yes, that's baseball. We don't. We also don't need it to go any. Longer. I gotta be honest Gosh, with you. That's true. Baseball is so long
1: to begin with. I I do not like this plus up thing. If you have one, you have one. That's it. If you got it right, you got pat, your, pat yourself on the back. Good job, coach. You got it right. You don't get another one. There's let's, no bonus. Yes. Let's slow things down even more. I totally agree with you on on that front. Baseball is a long enough game, and you know it, I'm an, I say this basically for every sport. Like sports have mistakes. Sports like that is part of sports like I I under like I understand you never want to be on the receiving end of a shitty call. But you know what karma at some point is going to come back around and you're going to be on the you're going to be on the good side of the shitty call. Like it's just how sports work. And so again I I, I get it every you know get get things right. But again one for the game no plus ups and scoring plays only scoring plays. That's it. I don't think you should be able to... I don't think you should be able to review things that aren't scoring plays.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like... All right. We know a lot about football. We know a lot about baseball. And I will go to bat, pun intended, for baseball (laughs) being preserved with no instant replay. Thank you very much. Um, That's why I'm here on the show. That's why they pay us millions of dollars. Um, (laughs) Hockey, I think, is a sport that potentially... I know very little about, but I think potentially has the propensity to be under your standard of reviewing things when it has to do with scoring plays. Okay. So from what I've read, a goal judge, I guess what it's, it's called a goal judge? Oh, God. Okay. The video goal judge reviews okay. plays on disputed goals. So in the NHL goals... Are the only thing that may be reviewed. Here we in go. A couple of situations. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. You're seeing it. Okay. Puck crossing the goal line completely and before time's expired. Yep. Puck in the net prior to goal frame being dislodged. Ah. Yep. 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 Puck being directed into the net by hand or foot. Puck to. Did- you're getting you get the point. no this is
1: really good deflected off the net or an official there's a lot of different ways and and hockey happens so fast and it's so aggressive that in my opinion this makes a lot of sense i also like that it's only for a scoring play right. scoring play these right. are the important moments i you could i i would love to have this argument and like i would love to have this argument somewhere at some time but like Yes, you could say that if this didn't happen and this didn't happen, then it would have led to a score. I don't care. This is what they should be utilizing this technology for because this shit happens really quick. There are bodies flying all over the place in hockey. You know, sometimes it happens so fast that someone on the team actually like takes their stick and put like yeah, kicks it back out. Like that's cheating. So this to me is I I think this sounds like probably the best use so far. Of instant replay in, in a sport.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, it has the best foundations and similar to other sports. There are now coach challenges that got implemented during the 2015 to 2016 season. Um, but it's also based around goaltending interference or, you know, mm. like whether a goal should be disallowed or not. And so I am certainly not, the one thing I will say, I'm not a hockey expert. This is just what I was reading. Yeah. But I think hockey is probably an instant replay sport that you would like Michelle. I think so,
1: and it's and and upon a bit of further research, they uh, officially integrated um instant replay into the NHL in 1991. So it's very interesting just to see like some of the different points on the timeline of when um you know, sports uh, let this happen. Yeah. So far, so far, hockey is my favorite one so far. The, okay. the, the, the one that, agree. that doesn't take away too much from the game, but it makes sense to make sure that goals are scored or not scored fairly. That's a very important part mm-hmm. of the game. So there you go.
0: I agree. I do agree. I don't like hockey that much, but maybe now I do. Now, tennis is interesting because the scoring method is not as simple as... Hockey or football or baseball where you're rounding a base or you're hitting it out of the park or you're scoring in an end zone or you're scoring in a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, tennis, tennis to me, this is where I may need your help because what I know about tennis and instant replays is that they have, again, systems like Hawkeye cameras Yep, and they can calculate where a ball falls when yep. someone is serving it. And they render by a computer. They computer render where that ball falls in order to not fault. Is that what it's called? Yes, fault, exactly. Double fault. Yes, exactly. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what the umpire is calling. Now, right. how do you feel about that? So
1: this technology is very advanced and very interesting if you watch a tennis match it's kind of it's crazy to me that it could be so smart that it follows the ball and it knows exactly where it lands and it gets it right so either either i'm a skeptic and like it is very advanced technology but i'm also a bit of a skeptic of it if we're being honest like I just find that to be kind of crazy that it it can track the ball and its trajectory and its speed and its spin and its everything and knows exactly where it hits. I feel a little skeptical about it. That said, you know, tennis is one of those interesting sports because there are a lot of eyeballs and there are a lot of um uh, you know efficient um. on the court, right? It's not just the one umpire that sits in the chair that makes the majority of the calls. There are people sitting behind each court line. There's people on the nets. Like there's a lot of folks out there that have a very specific and small part of the court that they need to watch (laughs) to make sure that, you know, did the ball graze over the net on that serve? Did the ball go into the into the correct service box? Did the ball catch the line? You know, on like so. But they have it. I thought they had it very well set up with a lot of eyeballs on small spaces to make the right calls. Again, are calls wrong sometimes? Yes. John McEnroe will be the first one to tell you how many calls may or may not have been wrong. Like I get it. It's it's part of the sport. This technology very interesting to me. Also, I'm a little bit skeptical of it. Um, the player can make up to three unsuccessful challenges per set, which feels like a lot. Again, like that's a lot. That's a lot of stopping and starting, um, per set. Okay. So if a set, if it goes six sets, that's nine challenges that are available per player, so it's 18. I mean, it's just a lot of stoppages, which, yeah, which yeah, can yeah, happen. Yeah. The one thing I will say about this, even if I'm a little bit skeptical about it, um, this sport has it down to a science when it comes to how much time it takes for this to be reviewed. If someone hits the ball and they think it didn't hit that line, they can throw their hand up, say they want to use their challenge, and within seconds you're seeing that rendering that you mentioned. Uh, it's it's efficient. Seeing where. It's very quick, so even though they get a lot through the course of the entire, you know, match, it's very quick, it is not as intrusive as the other ones, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, My biggest, I think my biggest thing here then is just, I do feel somewhat skeptical of the technology, that seems bonkers to me that it can do that, but if it can and it's as accurate as, they say it is, then this sport actually does have it down pretty good because it's smart technology and it's not intrusive and it happens very quickly so that it doesn't disrupt
0: the gameplay. Mm. It reminds me, tennis honestly reminds me in this case a lot of baseball. Like the things that baseball is doing wrong, I feel like they could take a note from tennis or not, or not. You can continue to take baseball by chance, but in terms of having like, line judges and knowing from this Hawkeye cam if something is foul or fair or even knowing if pitches are, I mean, I don't want to do away with umpires because I am traditional and I am of the mind that. Oh, you got to have the big, you got to have the big yeah.
1: umpire behind the plate. It's, it's baseball. It's I baseball. agree. But if we're yes.
0: talking strictly efficiency and you want to take balls and strikes by yes. Hawkeye cam or yes. if you want to take foul and fair balls by Hawkeye, it's like choose a lane, you know? Yes. If you yeah. want to do like instant replay right, take a note from tennis's book, Baseball, and just do it right. You know what? It's
1: actually interesting, and and we're at our two-minute warning, and we need to get into basketball we really quick. We are, we are. But I will say the, inter- the other interesting thing about tennis is, to me, tennis is a little bit more tech-focused and a little bit less instant replay-focused. True. Maybe there's True. a world where, to your point, some of the sports can go a little more tech focused and less instant replay because the instant replay still leaves a lot open for discussion. Whereas yeah. if you're trusting the technology, then you got to just trust it and keep on moving on.
0: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. But you, right. Uh, among being exactly right, we do, we should touch on the NBA in the last two minutes here. Um, the, oh, NBA. the NBA. The NBA. The NBA. Oh, God. The what? NBA. Instant replay for the love of Pete. We saved the best for last. All right, so <laughs> some historical context here. Um, let's talk about buzzer beaters. Buzzer beaters being making sure that a shot gets off before the shot clock, which is mm-hmm. the amount of time that you're allowed on your side of the court as an mm-hmm. offensive team to get a shot off before your time expires. Yep. Um this started as something that was mandated for actual the LED lights that show up on the back of a backboard. Oh, right, right, right. Only started in 2002, which was basically like wow. an instant that's, replay sort of that's shot crazy. clock thing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. To m- make sure that the hoop illuminates when time expires on that shot clock. So that it's assisting your referee with knowing the review of that specific play. right? Yeah. Okay. So that's the beginning. And now, um, going into the 2014 NBA season, uh, that's when they put new review rules into effect. So for block and charging, for um, fouling occurring before uh, shooting motion, and... Yeah, th- there's there's more to this than I care to. Yeah, the, talk about. determine determining
1: the correct penalties. Is it a flagrant right. foul? Is it not a flagrant foul? Right. Okay, I got to tell you this this to me is probably the most disruptive one of all of them. There's way too many things that they can review. Again, I'm going back on the soapbox. This shit should be for scoring plays. So what you just outlined about buzzer beaters makes sense to me. Okay? You, You can't go back and challenge every foul every oh is this flagrant or is it not flagrant i mean come on there's a there's a reason
0: one flagrant
1: two there's a reason that it's called a flagrant foul it's because it means it's really fucking aggressive so was it aggressive (laughs) or was it not how can you not see that like you need an instant replay to see if he tried to like cut his head off i mean like I, i hate the fact that they can review all the fouls basketball especially towards the end of a game is already so disruptive with how much fouling already goes on, you know, back and forth. But like now, and now it's that plus them reviewing it. They take forever. It's I I think that NBA has it totally wrong at this point. They need to limit how much is going on here. I don't even know how many they're allowed per game, but in my opinion, it's too many. I, yep. I and I hate that it I hate that they can go back and look at a foul figure it out. Is it a mm-hmm. foul or not a foul? Are you if you've got an instant replay something to see if he grazed his fingertips when he was shooting, then you know what? That's not a shooting foul. That's I not agree. enough. It's, not it's enough. like soccer.
0: It's like soccer when they do like the theatrics and it's like if they went back and reviewed all of those and whether they grazed each other's toes, we would never end the game. Then it's not a foul.
1: A foul exists for a reason. And a flagrant foul exists for a very specific reason.
0: So if you you shouldn't have to slow it down.
1: If you can't see that happening with your own eyes, then you know what?
0: Maybe you shouldn't be an NBA official. Just saying. And thank God, because as we're ending this episode, there is one sport that has absolutely (laughs) fucking zero, zero instant replays. Um, That would be golf. Way to go, golf. Way to go, golf. Yeah, tip the the little cap to golf and thank God that they don't have any instant replays because we have nothing to critique there.
1: (laughs) Woo! Well, this was a blast. Uh, It was hopefully very fun to listen to. Really interesting uh, for us to talk about and see how this plays out in all of the different sports. Who's getting it right? Who's getting it wrong? I think in my humble opinion, my argument is against replays. I don't think that they have it right yet. Um, maybe with the exception of hockey, but I think for the most part they don't have it right yet. I think it's fair to review things to make sure that points are scored, goals are scored but you know i I, I think there's room for it, but I don't think that it's done right yet, and in essence, it just opens up a whole new can of worms because people are gonna fight over
0: those mm-hmm. rules you,
1: you, and 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 as we both said, and I think we both agree as athletes, fouls. Missed calls, shit calls. It's part of it. It's part of it. sports. It's it's why wa- it's part of it, and it's kind of almost why you love it and hate it at the same time. As a player, as a watcher, it's part of it. And I firmly believe that there are there's sports karma out there, and for every crap call you get, you're gonna get a good one at some point. I don't need
0: that to be shown to me on an instant mm-hmm. replay. Mm-hmm. That is right. That is right. And so, in conclusion, if we may say. <laughs> To all of you, let the gals play. That is all, (laughs) let the gals play. (laughs) Michelle, this has been a blast as always. um, I love a Drafts on Drafts and I've had plenty of drafts. So with that, (laughs) um, we will see everybody on Monday morning, 8 a.m. as usual in our feed, Um, but not next week because next week, if you can believe it, we are taking another vacation. Um, Enjoy the time off, Michelle. Um, and we will not see you this coming Monday, uh, but we will see you in two Mondays for your regularly scheduled huddle. So tune in then and, uh, we'll see you then.